Welcome to the Kinetic Blade Podcast with me, Paul Canyon. I'm so excited to champion and encourage you every week right here. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. And now, Paul Canyon. Well, hi, Megan. Greetings from the West. Hi, Paul. How are you today? <laughs> well, I'm doing great. How have you been? Really, really, really good. Oh, it's so good to be back with you. Yeah, you too. Do you like my sleeves? I do like your sleeves. A little puffy. A little puffy. I wish I could wear those. A little 70s. A little 70s. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I like thanks. the bell bottoms, too. Right? <laughs> yeah, they always look good with boots. That's true. Done any hiking, water rafting, any oh, snowshoeing? Uh, any? Goodness. No, no. I want, I wish. I wish. I would love to be spending more time outside. Me too. You all right? I, I mean, it just takes balance in all mm. things, I think, to really enjoy this life. I agree. I heard something recently. Um, people are calling it forest bathing. And oh, yeah. I think it's, I mean, it's such a cool term, but I kind of think, isn't that hiking? That's <laughs> no nudity involved okay. that I know of anyway. It's forest <laughs> bathing is getting out into the wild places nice. and just breathing the essence of creation mm. and experiencing those wild places in a, a way from uh, man's corrupt way of changing things from its natural form, just bathing. That's yes. a great word for it. Healing properties. It's amazing mm, the healing yes. that can take place, just spending time in the wild and nature, even for just a few hours. Well, and, and just coming, just uh, rediscovery of yourself, you know, and it's not until you get off road and that your belief can really take on new new uh, levels of, new heights, uh, like of understanding and mm -hmm. uh, challenging yourself you got to get away from the normal in order to be able to do that. Well, you asked me, what, what's your latest adventure that you've been on? Oh, my latest? Yes, the most recent. Oh, wow. What a great question. I see you on social media. Uh, You're always yeah, uh, um, on top of a mountain somewhere. Somewhere. And you, you know, <laughs> uh, those things don't just happen to you. You've got to put pressure on it. You've got to make the plan. And I d discovered a long time ago, Megan, that you've got a weekend coming up. And if you wait until Saturday to figure out, well, what do I want to do today? I'm bored. I don't have any plans. There's, there's, you know, I don't, yep. there's not a movie I want to go and see, and I don't want to do this. And, I, and then the next thing you know, the weekend has come and gone, and you've done nothing because you didn't Except plan it. eat and watch Netflix. And complain. <laughs> and complain and about complain. nothing happening. Yeah. That's so true, though, because even on a, a I guess maybe a trip scale, um, if I ever think about going somewhere and I don't immediately book that trip, I never go. Mm, yeah, I you never have to plan, go. Plan, plan your plan your leisure, plan your mountain climbing, just like you do uh, any assignment in school or going yeah. to work or anything else. You got to plan it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And then plan just your uh, adventures. Then do the snowshoeing and, and go yeah. snowmobiling or hike into the yeah. forest and do some of the. What's your the favorite outdoor bathing. activity? Oh, my goodness. I don't think I have just one. I like being out where 
you can you can see for seemingly forever mm. and just wide open spaces i like the big rocks and i like the tall pines of the west um hiking where uh you know they're they're just as wild as the the vistas are some of the animals mm. i love the rockies i love the canadian rockies uh um you know alaska is awesome uh, up in uh, Ketchumac Bay watching the, the whales breach from the shores. Oh, or, my goodness. Uh, the Yukon is spectacular. You're giving me the travel itch. Yeah, I'm, I'm going up to the Yukon. <laughs> the, the amount of wildlife in the Yukon and the fresh water, you have no idea how vast these resources are until you go out and you travel somewhere like that. Mm. It's just mm. gorgeous. And thousands of head of herds of of reindeer and um, and you see the moose and you see these wild animals in such large number the 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 buffalo um, there's nothing like talk about forest bathing wow I love it well one of the one of the most thing the things you need most if you're going to travel is uh, is money so <laughs> you need money did you like that segue yeah, I think that's really cool yeah you need to be rich you just gotta call get it rich. what it is yeah. get rich and do it guilt free yeah. Yeah, and you know, um, every single person, we talk about rights, and what's your right? You have an inalienable right to this or that. I'll tell you something. You have a right to be rich mm. and to be rich without guilt and or condemnation. And the world has a way of, of wanting you to believe that it's wrong for you to be rich, wrong for you to want more than anybody else. And that has nothing to do with being rich unless you believe it does. Wow. Yeah, I grew up with those negative connotations about money. And no one, what was funny though, is no one would ever really put a number on it. <laughs> How oh, no. much is too much? Right. 100K a year, 20K a year. I mean, you know, you all pretend as if, as if there's something wrong with making a certain amount of money, but... There's no number Those that they'll put the on it. Those are people you don't want to listen to. And yeah. you know, you're, you're talking about numbers, and I always get a, a, have a laugh when you, when you ask somebody, well, how much is too much, like you say, or um, how much is enough? Yeah. And there shouldn't be an, an, an actual number to either one of those, and that's why people struggle with it. Um, if you ask people, and I do this at some of our conferences, okay, you want to be, you, you want to have... You, you don't want to have more money. You want to have more money um, to do do something with. And I'll say, okay, well, I'll give them a quarter. Is that enough? <laughs> oh, it's not enough? Well, here's another quarter. Oh, well, you asked for some money. Yeah, you asked for more. Your wish was fulfilled. And, <laughs> that's right. So, you know, or somebody will say, well, if, if I could just be a millionaire, well, why not 10 million? Why not a billion? 10 billion. But you see, here's what begins to happen. You're not just talking in terms of numbers where money is concerned. You're actually beginning to define what the purpose of having wealth is. And mm. the person yeah. that never really becomes rich in this life is the person that's never stopped to evaluate who they are, what their purpose is. What would you do with a million dollars? What would you do with a billion dollars? Because the universe has a way of providing you with whatever you need for what you need it for. And so until you determine that and then take that idea and internalize it and hold on to that vision, then wealth, riches are not going to come to you. And, you know, we talk about all the time, this podcast is really about the law of attraction or the science behind it. 
in something that I call the the universal law of kinetic belief. And that's something that our listeners are going to become familiar with if they continue to check in with us because it's something that works. It works for you regardless of your status in life, where you live, who you are. It works for you. The law of kinetic belief will make you rich. You know, you were just talking about the purpose behind having riches, being rich. Do you think that you need a purpose to activate kinetic belief and become rich, or can you just get rich because you want to get rich? Yeah, and really, I love you. You use the word think. It's not what I think. It mm-hmm. is a fact that you need a purpose. You need a vision, and you can interchange the word purpose with vision. You need an actual uh, vision that you can hold on to, and by that I mean draw it out, print something out, find it, know what your purpose is, and be as specific as you possibly can. What we're talking about and the way that kinetic belief works, and I'm going to have to give you a thumbnail version, and it's, it's difficult <laughs> to give the, all of it in, in the amount of time we allot ourselves to do this, and if, by the way. And if anyone has not listened to last week's podcast, definitely reference that. You gave a great rendition of, of what kinetic belief uh, is as well. So yeah. they should snap back to that as well. Well, and it, yeah, that's a great, that's a great idea um, and suggestion. The law of kinetic belief works this way. Some of our listeners may be familiar with the law of attraction, and you may not be, but it is a universal law. This is something that the world's uh, greatest achievers for 2,000 years plus have known about. They have, it's, it's a secret to most people. Very few, in fact, are aware of how this works, but we're talking about 1%. Mm. And some of our listeners have probably heard about the one percenters. Well, why do they keep getting richer and the rest (laughs) of us, well, we're just us. The rich get richer, yeah. It's because of something that they know. They know how to work it. They know that it works, and it it begins with the belief system. What you believe. And what is belief? Belief is the substance of things hoped for. It has been proven, Megan, through quantum physics that there is a substance to our beliefs. And it was discovered through the uh, Hadron Collider that uh, was constructed in Geneva. This collider, with the uh, assistance of 3,000 researchers, discovered the God particle, which is the, the essence of something between, it's the matter that you cannot see that's upholding all things. And what they discovered at the Collider and through the, the research that they, they, they uh, underwent there for the last, uh, well, since the 1970s, is that on the molecular level, there is a substance that creates the form of everything that we see, and it's responding to a belief. And so this just shocked the researchers and the scientists. and that they realize that all the planets, all the galaxies, all of the matter in the universe is structured in the way that it is because of an an initial belief that came from somewhere that was the, the mastermind that created the blueprint behind all of creation. You and I, all people, were created in the same image of that thought process. We all have the ability to believe. In our belief is a blueprint for the substance of things hoped for to create the thing that we are visualizing and putting our belief behind. So the law of kinetic belief 
which is the title of a book that I've written, is dealing with how we activate that substance to create and manifest what we are believing for into our own lives. This is something that the one percenters that we started talking about have always known. The, the, the masters of, of painting and art and the, those that have accumulated great wealth throughout history, the authors, the super achievers, those one percenters have understood the, the principle behind the focus of intent with a belief system that believes you already have it, that you are worthy and you are thankful that you have that ability and that you will receive it done in your life and holding on to that, then the universe, that substance, that God particle in the universe does whatever is, is necessary to bring that thing to you. And so this is how people accumulate great wealth. This is how you can become rich. Absolutely you become rich by knowing how to practice the law of kinetic belief and you do this every day. Wow. Wow, so I have I have a few questions about everything that you just said. Um, what do you think determines someone's belief? Do you think that they choose what they believe? You know, you just wake up, you say, I choose to believe, fill in the blank. Or is it constructed from our environment, things we watch, things we listen to? How does that work? Well, that's, the first thing is you, you've got to do some soul searching. To, under, to, to come in contact with and a reverence for your purpose for being on the earth. And by reverence, I mean a respect for and an acknowledgement of. And first of all, you know, people are so easy to follow after the crowd. And if that's who you are, it's time to stop chasing around the thoughts and ideas of others long enough to do some soul searching. Mm. Who, you, who are you? What makes you tick? What's your passion? What is it that you, what do you dream about? How, who do you see yourself as? What do you see yourself uh, uh, doing that's unique to you? Sounds Not, like a good thing to do when you're out in the forest. It's a great thing <laughs> to do. Out in the wilderness, just like you were talking about. Other yeah. voices and other suggestions and influencers, get away from all of that mm. and be honest with yourself. And don't limit the answer based on what you've heard other people say about you. But you have to be honest with yourself enough to listen to that inner voice. For example, um, as you know, I'm a, also a concert pianist. I taught myself to play the piano. I'm self-taught. And I play with orchestras and symphonies and concerts. I don't read music. But when I was four years old, and I can remember it like it was yesterday, I began sitting at the piano, there was an unction on the inside of me that wanted to play that piano just so desperately badly. I mean, and this was wow. the substance of things hoped for, providing an urging through me to play this piano. There was a longing on the inside of me. I wanted to do this more than anything else. And it, and it was painful because my little fingers didn't have the dexterity to do <laughs> what I was hearing on the inside of me. Wow. But I stayed with it. And the next thing you know, that thing that I was believing for, that substance began attracting the ability through me to create the music that was being orchestrated and, and designed by the universe, which comes through me, and all the music was original and I've always played. But that's how I knew from an early age that there was a purpose on the inside of me to do something creative 
And so and this is, I believe, true for everybody. It's probably, maybe it's not music or a piano. It's something else. But you have to listen to that inner voice. Wow. So um, sounds like the first step is finding that purpose that's, that's unique to you. And it doesn't have to be that complicated. It's just, it's just forest bathing is a good place to start. <laughs> Get away from the noise of the world, from the voices that are there to condemn you and tell you you're not worthy, you can't have it, you don't deserve it. Um, all of those things that just, or you're not smart enough, or you don't work hard enough, and you'll never amount to anything, and or you're a female, or you're this, or you're all of these labels mm. that are only designed to keep you from realizing your purpose while you're on this earth. Get rid of all of that. And I don't care if it's your best friend, your mama, your daddy, your whoever <laughs> is, the preacher, yeah. whatever, whoever this influencer is in your life that is providing this negative interference, check it at the door. Okay, so you find your purpose, and I, you've talked a lot about vision, vision boards, keeping the thing that you want, the idea of yourself that you are working toward in front of your eyes. Um, is that just kind of important, or is that you know the whole the whole deal? A vision board. It is. It's very important, and that's the kinetic part of the belief. Because the more you put, the more energy, and the more belief, the power behind your belief, and keeping it in that image, very clear image of exactly what you want to have, uh, the riches you want to acquire to attract in your life. Uh, you want to continue to keep that. Um, in your spirit, with a heart of gratitude, that thankfulness makes sure that there's no fear, there's no negativity working in opposition to what you're believing for. So it's very important, very vital. Uh, you would get there eventually with very little of it, but who wants to wait? So you work at it, and you keep the kinetic power and force behind that belief active, activated in, in your life. So does someone just put up a, a picture of a check for... A billion dollars? <laughs> What's the next step? Well, the first step is to come up with a purpose. Understand your purpose. Mm -hmm. Because you don't want to flippantly, because if you just randomly choose uh, an image of a certain amount of money or a house or a career or whatever it is that you're going to hope for, if it's a random uh, choosing, you'll never hold on to it. It's that per it's coming in, connect in contact with that purpose on the inside of you, that innate uh, unction on the inside of you, first of all, recognizing that that is something on the inside of you that you have a passion about, then you create an image from that. And you cre put that up on an image board so that you can keep it before your eyes every day. This is your prescription for success. You want to revisit that image board in the morning, think about it at lunch during the day, come home and look at it again, and be grateful that you already have it. Because there, the substance of things hoped for isn't in the past and it's not in the future. It's always responding to now. And it's moving whatever is required to be moved in order to get that thing that you're believing for into your life. And so that's the reason that you want to have that vision board so that you can continue to revisit it and, and see it all the time. What um, you've you've touched a little bit on gratitude a few times now. What role does that play in seeing these things actually physically showing up in your life? Gratitude is the way of understanding the the presence of mind that you're operating from with uh, from within. In other words, if you are 
grateful, grateful for the things that you have. You have gratitude for what you're believing for as though you've already received it. That's operating through a feeling of belief that it is already in existence. There's nothing else that's being created. All of the matter necessary to create anything already exists in the universe. From the moment of the Big Bang to right now, it's all there. All the money, all the wealth, all the riches, it's already in existence. Our ability to attract it is now going to be based on the amount of belief or faith, hope, assuredness, expectation that we can muster up within ourselves in order to bring this thing into our lives. When you're not grateful or you don't have gratitude, you're rooted then to fear. And the fear of not having uh, or any negativity always goes back to a root of fear. And fear is the opposite of belief and fa or faith that you'll have something. Wow. Faith yeah. and fear. There's nothing in between. There's nothing else. You have faith that you will have or fear that you will not. And they all come in different shapes and sizes and negativity. Anything negative is always going to be based and rooted in fear. And so if you're operating in fear, if you are not operating in a, a sense and a heart of gratitude, then you're pushing away the very thing that you're hoping for. Wow. So not only is gratitude almost like a, an, an antidote for fear, it's also the engine that keeps this process of kinetic belief going. Yeah, it's the engine. That's exactly right. It's the force, the power yeah. behind what you're believing for. And the more you stay and you can discipline yourself to be grateful for the things that you do have in your life, for the relationships, for what you are believing for is that you've already received it. And that's faith. Faith is or belief. The belief that we're talking about is not, well, I'm going to believe for this. And then as soon as I see it, then I will really be <laughs> grateful. No, that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is, this is what I want. I want it more than anything else. I want to be rich. This is the amount of money that I want to have. And now, as of right now, because I have called it mine, I now have it. And since I now have it, I am so grateful, Megan, for this $10 million. I am so excited that I now have it. I'm not going to spend it yet. Because I'm still working on some things. <laughs> no shopping sprees. Not yet. By faith. But I already have it. And I'm so glad. And so I, I because of that, I'm, what am I doing? I'm pushing out all fear and mm -hmm. all negativity. And I'll not get up tomorrow and change that either. I'm not going to all of a sudden go, well, I just, I can't wait till I see it. Or if only I had it. Or how, why isn't this working for me? No, you continue to maintain that stance of belief that I already have it. I am so thankful that I have it. And what you're doing is you're attracting that into your life. Then what the universe does, the substance of things hoped for, that God particle, it begins to do whatever's necessary to move that whatever it is into your life through people, through circumstances, through whatever is required. And that is the secret of the law of attraction working on the quantum physics level. This is the way that it all works and it works for anybody. You know, anytime I listen to you talk about, you obviously have such a passion for, for these topics. Um, it, but it always comes across as if you have almost like an aggressive positivity. Um, it's not as if you are just, it's not just natural, but it is on purpose. And I, w I want to know if, if it's something that you're 
constantly stirring up within yourself or are you just like this naturally? <laughs> well, I don't know the answer to that. I, I do know that there's probably not anything that will cause me to get my back up quicker than for somebody to show up and say, you can't. Wow. Or you won't, or you can't have it. You don't deserve it. You, you're not supposed to. And that should be true for all of our listeners. Man, don't listen to those people that tell you, you you shouldn't be rich because there's not enough to go around. Or who do you think you are being selfish? And we all need to have just the same amount. Baloney. Every single person on this planet has a, an alienable right to be wealthy and rich, not to be moderately taken care of or modestly taken care of, but to be rich so that they can do whatever it is that's required in order to experience the purpose within them and to share that with whomever they wish to share it with. Wow, someone needed to hear that. I really love, I really, really liked that. Just, you know, sometimes we do just need a little pep talk. We do need to hear that, you know, we have permission to end toxic relationships. We have permission to want better for ourselves, to to have dreams that are bigger than any ones that we've ever known. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. You know what? If, if you want to dress nice and wear fashion clothes, then you should. <laughs> if you want to eat and drink, then do it and be merry. And if you want to, whatever it is that you want, there's nothing wrong with it. I don't care what anybody says because you want it, that makes it right. And you have a right to it. And I would just say to figure out how not to, to go through life selfishly, but enjoy it so that others can enjoy it as well. And be a giver. There's more than enough to go around. Don't be a competitor. That's the key. You want to mm. be a creator. I love that. So it sounds like that's what life without limits <laughs> means. That's right. That's Not right. putting limitations on your passions, on your dreams, on your heart's desire. Limitless. Wow. That's the word for it. I love the idea that you can now give yourself permission to want these things. It's okay. That's the There's first step. There's nothing wrong with it. And again, I would say just make sure you get rid of any noise in your life that's there to tell you that you can't or to condemn you for your ideas and to judge you for the character of your passion. You want to remove that immediately. Don't wait another second. Don't try to determine what the ramifications will be. You get rid of it right now because life is too precious to waste on somebody else's plan for you. Wow. Do you protect yourself from just relationships or are you also extremely vigilant when watching television, news, movies, radio, whatever? Are you, are you um, sort of filtering everything that's coming in? Well, we're talking about a heart condition, and those things are what feeds the soul. And so you can look at television and media and, and, and uh, our phones and social media, all of this stuff as going to the trough of ideas. And you may think that you, uh, it's, it doesn't matter, but you're deceived if you believe that to be true. You are always communing with some uh, either positive influencer or a negative influencer at all times. There's nothing neutral on this planet. So choose wisely where you shall feed in order to be successful. This is absolutely necessary. It sounds like you can save yourself a lot of spiritual, mental work by deciding to only allow positive influencers to enter, enter into your thoughts, your eyes, your mind. That's true. And, you know, one of the the tricks there, and I think what's difficult for a lot of people is to decide what is positive and what is not. Because you may say, oh, you know, I just feel like so-and-so is really good for me because they're encouraging me to 
fill in the blank. Well, maybe fill in the blank is not what you should be encouraged to become, but mm. you need to know that. So you got to be, you got to take time out long enough to be honest with yourself yeah. about who you are and love yourself for who you are. And you need to be the one to answer those tough questions so that you can then decide what's good for you and what's not good for you. Do you think that you need to be in a specific place to have success? Um, or can you just do it from uh, the middle of nowhere? You know, I mean, do you need to you be in New right York? There. <laughs> you, you do this right where you are. You don't need to change your place. You don't need to change uh, your circumstances because your circumstances and if the place needs to be changed, it will be changed. If you start operating using the law of kinetic belief right there where you are, then everything changes. You know, there is an old um, adage that first you get this, then you acquire that, then you get the money for this, then you move to the right place, and you do all the, you're, you're setting all of this up. Well, that's a manipulative way of trying to become something or, or make yourself into something. And that's why so many people never make it, because they're trying to manipulate their, their, their way into a successful life. And that's not the way this, that belief works or the law of attraction. The law of attraction kinetic belief brings it to you and then it expresses you through the ability to do whatever it is you want to do. Wow. So we're really honing in today on how to get rich. That That's not a dirty word. It's, it should not have connotations of guilt or shame with it. Um, someone's listening. Okay, they're like, I'm ready. I'm ready to dive in and do this thing. Uh, step one, what do they do? Step one is you need to, again, just find out what your passion is. What is your purpose? What makes you happy? And, and it's not as difficult as you think. It doesn't require a, 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 a one-year sojourn through <laughs> wherever by yourself, back, backpacking across wherever. Europe. Some unknown you desert. You don't have to do that. Yeah. Um, usually this goes right back to what do you desire? What are your desires? And those desires are unique. You unique, know? and they should work. be unique. Yeah. yeah, I would even say that if your desire is what your next door neighbor's desire is, you might want to you might want to rethink. Yeah, that. that's part of getting to know yourself, right? That's getting right. Getting rid of it's amazing what you can think of yourself that's not true, just because we're so surrounded by so much influence from. Oh my goodness, we're just inundated, especially with the. The dang phones. It's well, that's true, and then it, so many people are pinging their identity off of the opinions of others. You know, I I don't know what to think until I find out what you think. Mm -hmm. Hold up, time out. You need to go unplug, and you need to find out who you are. Think back when you were young, before you knew somebody, and what did you used to, as a little girl, dream about, think about? Go back to those places, revisit that, and um, think about those things. And I think that sooner rather than later, the answers to your purpose will reveal themselves. Beautiful. Life without limits. I love it. It's possible. Um, if someone wants to come see you live at one of your Life Without Limits events, how do they do that? Oh, first of all, if, if you want to or if you hadn't even thought about it, that's something you definitely should do. We have so much an amazing time and so dynamic. much fun. Very dynamic. And um, we uh, immerse ourselves into the law of kinetic belief, and it changes every single person's life that comes to these. And we've got one coming up in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Beautiful. I love Fort Lauderdale. Um, and it's, actually, it's going to be at the end of the summer. I've, I've got some uh, 
some projects that have got to be tied up for the next couple of months. But in, <laughs> of se course you do. <laughs> in September, though, I will uh, be emerging into the Fort Lauderdale area. It's a great place. I love the state Beautiful. of Florida. And if anyone and needs to find out more information on that, I'm sure they can hit it up on your website. website. Yeah. And it will be all over your social media. Yeah, come Absolutely. out and uh, spend an evening with Paul Canyon. I'd love to meet all of our, our listeners there in person. And I love uh, it. And Beautiful. You're welcome to come. Oh, to I'll her. be there. Don't worry. All I'll right. be right up front. Cool. <laughs> Always. Nice. Well, it's been amazing uh, discussing how to get rich, and, and I can't wait to see what, what you bring to the table next week. You need to be rich. Everybody should be rich, and in the world that we're in today, it requires great wealth for you to actually live out your purpose and do it guilt-free. You deserve it. it, and there's more than enough to go around. I love it. I'm going to go print off my million-dollar check and put it on my mirror that's right pretty, now. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm going to do it. That's great, Meg. Well, thanks so much for all the wisdom and insight. I cannot wait to implement it this week. Let's talk some more next week. Okay, I'll see you next week. All right, bye.